score bars, bottle caps, payday bars, and my voice. Sometimes you just can't get enough of the best things in life. Now you can enhance your multiplayer gaming podcast experience and get more of what you love, like two bonus episodes every week. Want early access? Want to stop hearing my ultra-cheesy intros and ad reads? Well, now you can by subscribing to us on Apple Podcasts. Want amazing perks and to be the coolest person around in the Discord server? You can still support us over at MultiplayerSquad.com and earn our eternal gratitude. No, really. Our gratitude is forever. We'll love you forever. What do you mean I sound creepy? What? You're starting the episode right now. I was about to tell them about... Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Multiplayer Gaming Podcast. We are very excited to have you here with us to have a discussion about gaming. And today is a very special episode because we are going to be going over some listener questions. And historically, when we do these, we end up crossing over into some issues in real life, sometimes pop culture. So I have a feeling that today will be a lot of fun, but probably a little bit all over the place. But we do generally talk about gaming. And if you'd like to help support the show, please subscribe in Apple Podcasts, or you can visit MultiplayerSquad.com, where you can pledge on Patreon, which will get you a shout-out on the show, and it will also help keep the show moving forward. And by way of introduction, I am your host, as always, Paul. And then with me, we've got a lot of Qs, and I hope he has a lot of As. It's Josh. Uh, Qua Qua. Qua, qua, qua. <laughs> is that what oh QA boy. would be? I, I guess. I, I don't know. What was the uh, What was the movie? Um, oh, White Men Can't Jump. Remember where his girlfriend was went, was going on Jeopardy, and it was like foods that start with the letter Q. Remember? I'm sure I would remember this <gasps> if I had seen the movie, Josh. I've never seen White Men Can't Jump. Paul. All right, first question <laughs> comes Harrelson. in from Josh. Paul, why <laughs> haven't you seen White Men Can't Jump? Well, you see, Josh, you're a little bit older than me, oh. and you probably saw this closer to when it came out. I was way too little, and this one just never hit my That's radar. such a good movie, man. Woody I've Harrelson? Heard, I, I love Woody Harrelson, and I love Wesley Snipes. I got to see it at some point. I just haven't. All right. Well, anyway... Foods well, that start with the letter tonight. Q is, is one of the kind of the, So my joke just flopped, man. All right. I'm, I'm sure our uh, you know elderly who listen to this podcast really appreciated yeah. the reference. Turn your hearing aids up so you guys get my joke. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, like I said, we are going to be covering listener questions. And we try to do this you know, maybe every other month or maybe two out of three months. And we really enjoy doing these because it's a lot of interaction with you guys in the community. So we solicited a whole bunch of questions on Discord. And I guess that's just a good time to plug our Discord channel. It's totally free. You can join. Doesn't require any credit card information or anything like that. Totally free. You can come connect with other listeners of the show. You can also chat with me and Josh. We love sharing memes. We talk about gaming. We share trailers as they release and talk about it. It's a really great way to connect with us. And also, you get to submit questions that you'd like to hear on the show. So if you want to do that, there is a link in the episode description, and you can find that in there. Although, before we jump into the questions, 
Josh, you've got a couple of reviews to read for the show. We do have some reviews. We've been slacking on this. We've been getting reviews. We just haven't been reading them each week. Um, but I do have a couple, and it's about time that we we dive back into the review pool uh, here. So we've got a couple of good ones, man. Um, okay, so this first one comes in from Ethan, and it says... Hey guys, Ethan here from Dayton, Ohio. About a month or two long listener. Love listening to you guys, especially Josh. (laughs) You guys are hilarious and awesome. Before last month, I never actually listened to a podcast, then decided to join the podcast gang and found you guys first, and now I can't stop listening. I've mentioned on Discord the MMO RuneScape, though it's a large game, would still enjoy hearing your biased opinions on it. Though I can't compare on the World of Warcraft end, I would definitely love some game time with you guys on Destiny 2 or Splitgate until Outriders figures its stuff out. This week is my birthday, so really hope to hear my review on your show. Thanks again for your time and keep up the amazing work. Lifetime listener in the making. Oh, well, thank you, Ethan, well, and happy birthday. Happy I don't birthday! Know, <laughs> I don't know how long ago that was written, was but happy say, belated birthday. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's probably past. We didn't forget about you. There's just a delay between when we record and it releases. Yeah, so, your gift is in the mail. Don't worry. Definitely. It's, it's definitely on its way. Definitely. <laughs> just keep checking your mailbox. It, it'll be there sometime. Uh, and then this next one comes in from Boomama, who is from Canada. Love our international uh, reviews and listeners. And uh, Boo Mama says, I've listened to every episode at least three times and one every day. You guys are part of my daily routine. Keep it up. 10 out of 10 would recommend. And if I could rate it higher than that, I would. Wow, that's high praise indeed. I Multiple episodes a day. I, I mean, number one, thank you for driving our download number. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> But, it's the best uh, way to manufacture growth, right? If just all of our listeners listened to every episode twice, hey, we would double all our numbers. Doubly as big, right? I'm not sure it <laughs> yeah. works that way, actually. But I, I don't think it does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I can cancel my script bot now, right? But no, seriously, oh, uh, nice. reviews are one of the best ways that you guys and gals can help the show. If you haven't left us a review yet, please do. I know you can't leave them for Spotify or whatever, but hey, everybody's got a friend with an iPhone. All you got to do is say, hey, let me borrow that phone real quick. I got to leave my guys a review. It, just pop in something. Five stars. People read these things. They really, really do. They really matter. It helps us move up Apple's rankings. It's It, it really is a big deal, and it helps. Plus, we love reading them, man. It's cool to see what you guys think. Yeah, absolutely. And we do also have a couple of shout-outs here on the show. Ooh. We actually have not one, not two... <gasps> But three new Patreon supporters that deserve a shout out on today's show. That they do, man. This is how this show continues to happen, to be honest. I mean, you know, there are, there are expenses to podcasting. I mean, equipment, the games, you know, this kind of stuff, just time investment. I mean, we, we put it out there because it's a passion of ours, but it's support from the listeners that keeps this going. So it really does mean the world to us. Um, and one of the ways to support the show, like you mentioned earlier, is on Patreon, where you can sign up. You get some really cool benefits. We do two bonus episodes a week that if you are not supporting the show, you are missing out on. Um, so if you like the content, that's definitely a way to get more content. But Paul, should we, should we, should we start with a bang or should we work our way up? 
Let's work our way up. We're going to work our to way the bang. up. All right. Yeah. All right. So we yeah, there's nowhere to go but down if you start with the bang. That's true. That's right? true. Good point. Okay. Yep. So we have two new rare supporters. And the first one here is Fishy Nugget, who we know is a longtime listener of the show and has been very active on Discord, decided to bump himself up from common status up to rare. So we got Fishy Nugget joining the squadmate group or squadmate guild the, maybe the, that's what we should squad? call them the squad guild squad, squad. yeah they just, jo- they just the squad. squad right yeah yeah <laughs> and we also have that fat kid his words not mine <laughs> wow that Paul. fat kid 937 <laughs> what, did he, what did that guy beat you in rocket league or something or what man <laughs> <laughs> i'm still bitter yeah so we got fishy nugget and that fat kid 937 and then the big bang here we've this got is- our second legendary supporter. Legendary, baby. Legendary. Once legendary, always legendary. Joining legendary Jake, who I think we might have even said for legendary, they're supposed to get a shout out like every so often. But Jake was our first legendary supporter. We now have a second. Ranger Miller 37, who we have also gamed with a little bit. We've also gamed with that fat kid. But Ranger Miller, oh, thank you so much. that guy, man. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah uh ranger thank you so much for your support we really appreciate it it also means that he gets to pick a game that we have to cover on the show uh he initially picked a game that does not exist on pc (laughs) i did a lot of googling trying to figure out any way to play viva pinata uh could not figure out how to do it without going into illegal emulator world so he has picked a different game are we at liberty to share what it is? I don't think so. Or are we so. keeping it under wraps? I think, I think we, you know, since since we can't play Viva Pinata, which I thought was a hilarious choice, yeah. um, you know, I think we got to keep it under wraps, man. Yeah, so Ranger Miller has told us, Josh and I have jumped into that game, even though we're not going to cover it for a couple weeks, but we're very excited to talk about it. So if you do want to help support the show, and especially if there's a game that you want to force us to play, whether we want to or not... You just got to be a legendary supporter for at least one month, and you can always cancel. (laughs) And you get there's no saying no, so you get to pick the game. I mean, thankfully, Mm -hmm. we dodged Viva Pinata somehow because it's not available (laughs) on PC. (laughs) I was down. I was down to try it. It was pretty funny. I did. We we had a good conversation about it. I am actually really excited about this game that he did pick because it's a game that I've wanted to play for a long time, but just Mm -hmm. never have. So it actually worked out very well because. I'm pretty excited about it. It is a game that we have talked about on the show, though you and I did not play it until just recently. But I'm very excited to talk about that one. Maybe maybe a hint for some long-term listeners. Maybe they'll pick up on it. But let's just say that we know some companies actually shut down their entire office to allow people to play this game when it released because so many employees requested time off. They decided just to make it a company holiday. And let everyone play. It 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 wasn't this exact game, but it was in that game's series. Okay. Yes, that's a hint, and that's all we can say. That's probably you said too much, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, uh, only like five people are gonna remember that story. I'm sure that one's going back a ways. All right. Well, that's all that we have by way of housekeeping. Let's go ahead and jump into our listener questions. The way that we have just always historically done this is that Josh and I have a master list of questions, and we're just going to take turns picking whatever we want to ask. We're going to read the question, and then both of us will answer. 
and we're just going to go back and forth until we're out of time. So that's the plan. Josh, do you want to kick things off and pick our first question? I do, because I'm hungry. And so this <laughs> there's one, a lot of, there's there are so many food questions on this. Apparently, list, people and I like love to it. eat. I do too. So <laughs> yeah. that's why we're we're starting this off, man. Um, the first one comes in from Doctor Good Guy, and he yes. says, "What are the best things to barbecue?" Now, there is a hands down clear winner for me on this one. There is one oh. one meat that reigns supreme over all others when it comes to barbecue, and that is brisket. Oh, brisket. Okay. I love brisket. Give me those burnt ends, man. You know, like when you cook a brisket and I think it's called the bark. Isn't that like the really like kind of dry outer smoky part? On the outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could live off of brisket bark 100% of my life. (laughs) Now, I'm not sure what that would do to me, but I would at least enjoy, (laughs) enjoy going down like that. Now, I have a smoker. I love smoking meats. I have made burnt ends using a brisket point that you have had i was was able to share some with you i love barbecuing i thought you might go with burgers or something a little more basic but i'm i'm very proud of that answer even though i'm not crazy about brisket my answer is pork shoulder i knew you were gonna say that pulled pork is so good it is so universal i don't think there's anything that you can't put leftover pulled pork on and it's not delicious stir it into that mac and cheese put it on a pizza eat it with eggs uh what about watermelon can you put it with watermelon 100 percent. you could eat this with watermelon it's a barbecue (laughs) barbecue you you always eat watermelon and smoked meats i hate those definitely would go together i hate watermelon paul that was a trick question do you really i really don't I, i despise watermelon i actually i won't say i despise it I can eat it, but while I'm eating it, like the whole time my brain is just going like, dude, what are you doing? Like this is gritty, it tastes funny. Like I I yeah, I'm not a fan of watermelon, man. What about cantaloupe? I don't you know what? Do you not like melons? I don't like most melon. Like cantaloupe I can eat and and enjoy if it's the perfect ripeness. You know, but like how often do people eat cantaloupe? I like I would say that's only ever at like a breakfast buffet. Yeah, yeah. You know, and if I'm eating a breakfast buffet, I'm loading up on pancakes and bacon and sausage. I'm not hitting the cantaloupe end of, of the buffet, man. Well, it's always the fruit salad, and it's always like 75% honeydew, and it's oh, under rye, and it's like. gross. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, I would have to go with pork shoulder. Honestly, anything pork just barbecues so incredibly well. I love making homemade pastrami. I never knew that I liked pastrami because I would get it from the grocery store and thought it was gross, but my wife liked it. Started curing my own brisket flats and making pastrami at home. Absolutely delicious. It's hard to go wrong. Honestly, anything on a barbecue is good. Like you mix meat and fire, it's See, delicious. You, you can't mentioned go wrong. something that I have to clarify, Paul, because I do not view hamburgers as barbecue. Okay. You know what? Like burgers are their own like food group. Like I get that you can have a barbecue and you can throw some burgers on the grill, but I'm talking like actual barbecue where barbecue sauce is involved in some way. Yeah. Is that I not think barbecue? If you, I think if you have meat and fire, it qualifies. I'm thinking like Korean barbecue, American barbecue, anything I think with meat and fire counts. If you cook it, on like a it barbecue, it's barbecue. Isn't it? <laughs> it doesn't. I mean, no, it's it does barbecue not have sauce. sauce that no. makes barbecue. No. Isn't no. it just grilling otherwise? 
Well, yeah, there's a lot of crossover with grilling and barbecue. Yeah, sure. Oh man, this is I don't getting, think it has this is to getting sauce. too deep for question number one, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have we're like that's that's like six minutes on that one question. <laughs> All right. Well, I have to ask this question. Uh it's also from Dr. Good Guy, but we gotta knock out a two for one. Is a hot dog a sandwich? Absolutely. Classic question. People have been arguing about it for two years. Pieces of bread. And you it can is, argue that the pieces of bread are linked. But that's bull. It's still something that is sandwiched in between two pieces of bread, which qualifies it as a sandwich. It is absolutely a sandwich. Thank you. Although I would say it's an open-faced sandwich that's been folded in half. That's more how I would define it. Like an open-faced sandwich can have one piece of bread, and it's just folded okay. in half. Now that we're on this topic, I'm, uh, who the heck invented an open-faced sandwich? Did they... That's somebody that didn't have a second piece of bread that just went, I guess I'll make do. <laughs> it's it's increasing those profit margins, Josh. You got to save pennies. One slice that you're yeah, saving. Yeah, get rid of one piece. <laughs> oh my goodness, yeah. man. That's a, what a sham. We've right, got it, this delectable open face sandwich for you where we're keeping <laughs> one of the pieces of bread. In a similar vein, we are out here in Phoenix, Arizona. One of we don't have a lot of barbecue options, but we do have Dickie's barbecue. And I love when you order the plate and you get like a half pound of meat and they give you one little bread roll yeah, for all that's that. A meat. You gotta Yeah, you gotta have plenty of, of bread to go along with the meat. All right, so we both agree. Hot we dog do is agree. a sandwich. That's good. I'm glad we can remain friends, Paul. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, how about this one? Let's, we'll, 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 we'll get into the gaming here. This one comes in from GJY. That's, I'm just going to abbreviate it. And sure. he says, what do you think was the worst game that you've ever played? Easy. Really? Very easy. Like, see, and you but, and I played it together. <laughs> oh, okay. What is it, Paul? <laughs> it's the War Z. The I War like Z. The War was, Z. That game was so broken. You couldn't even play it. it was, I, I think I covered it on when we did a tournament for games to torture someone with. That game was so buggy. It had permanent death. It had cheaters. It had server hoppers stealing all the weapons. There was no minimap. There was no compass. That game was impossible to party with your friends. It was hardcore and, beyond what hardcore should be. Yeah. It was hardcore like in a technical perspective because the game didn't work right. <laughs> It famously was issuing refunds, even though the game had already been out for like two years. I think the War Z takes it, I think, hands down. You might be right. But in the in the effort to provide a different answer, I'm think I mean, I, I want to answer with a game that I've, we've actually put time into. So your War Z is good because we played that game a lot, man, for we as terrible as it was. I don't know yeah. why we did that to ourselves. <laughs> um, I want to say... Probably Fallout 76. Oh, that one's up there for sure. That was a game that we were very excited about. And then when it released, I mean, we talked all our friends into buying that game. We had such big plans for that game. And that game sucked, man. Now, I know they've spent the last however many years trying to improve it. And it might be okay now. But I'll never know because they're never getting a second chance on that one. <laughs> yeah, supposedly they have worked that game to be highly playable, but I think we felt so betrayed with playing it at release that that trust has just been broken too much. Yeah. We're not going back. 
All right, let's see. Let me pick a question here. Okay, here's a great one. We already talked about Fishy Nugget earlier, but he also had submitted a couple questions. Boy, what a great original question here. Who is your favorite actor, and why is it a tie between Jack Black and Jim Carrey? Dude, kudos to Fishy Nugget for great this question, question man. I, I, that's really just being smart about it, you yeah. know, and, and kind of diving in there. I, I have to say it's a tie. But if I had to <laughs> They're pick both one, your favorite actor. If I had to pick one, I'm going with Jack Black, man. Jack Black is like my spirit animal kindred spirit guy. Yeah. You know, just happy as could be, doesn't care about anything in the world, slightly super crazy, positive. super positive, hairy, not that good looking. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it, like that's all like that's it just it's a perfect fit. I really like Jack Black. This is not speaking ill of him. I think Jim Carrey is a far better actor than Jack Black. Jack Black's kind of got okay, the Jack Black thing. We're not thing. talking about he technical is, acting abilities here. The, the question is, who is your favorite actor? Uh, Jim Carrey, I think, is the better actor, and I think he has just made better movies. Oh, he's definitely made better movies. <laughs> yeah. So that's why I'm going to go with Jim Carrey. I actually just watched Yes Man for the first time, like, since I saw it in theaters. Really good movie. Yeah, I mean, is. Jim Carrey, I, I, I could have this wrong, but I'm pretty sure in 1994, he came out with The Mask, Dumb and Dumber, and Ace Ventura in yeah. one year. That guy just like, made his billions wild. in one year and just said, okay, I'm done. <laughs> At that point. <laughs> oh, come on. Liar, liar. Such He's good come movies, out with some though. great ones. Uh, dude, the Jim Carrey heydays were some of the best in movies. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so I would not say either of them is my favorite actor, but if we had to compare them, I'm going to go Jim Carrey. If we're going just flat out favorite actor, Michael Denzel Washington, he's way up there. It'd be a tough pick, but... I would say Jim Carrey outshines Jack Black. No offense. I think I like Jack Black more as a person. Maybe that's where, uh, actor-wise, I will watch Jim Carrey movies all day over Jack Black movies. But I think as a person, like Jack Black is definitely above Jim Carrey for me. Jim Carrey's a little crazy. Oh, if, <laughs> if I'm going to meet one of them in real life and hang out with them, absolutely Jack Black. Yes. Hands down. Yeah, without a doubt. But if I'm going to be watching something, I'll go okay, Jim Carrey. That's fair. That's a fair answer. But Fishy, seriously, thank you for such an amazing question. We appreciate you submitting that to us. You're a one of a kind. <laughs> All right, let's see here. Um, okay, back to gaming. Uh, this one comes in from Phelps. Uh, we play a lot of Overwatch with Phelps, man. I it, Legitimately, I am always glad when I see Phelps on Overwatch, and I know that he gets to join us uh, in, in, in Overwatch. It's the only game we seem to play together, but it's always a good time. And Phelps says, what is one series you wish you could get into, but you just can't? Now, this is funny because we have famously chatted about like series that we've never played, like Call of Duty was one of mine. But there's sure. got to be those series that people like that you just kind of go, man, for whatever reason, I just either I can't get into it. I just don't have the desire to. Um, so what do you got, Paul? For that one, I'm going to say Final Fantasy. Because I, I love RPGs. I do not like turn-based combat. I don't know if all the Final Fantasies had that or not. But out of all the Final Fantasies I've played, I did enjoy Seven. Okay, I played seven back in the day. I have tried several others, and I just can't get beyond an hour or two. I don't know what it is. I enjoy the worlds. I enjoy that genre. I like good storytelling. 
But for whatever reason, I just couldn't get into any of them outside of seven. Seven is amazing, but I'm with you. I, I mean, I like a lot of the Final Fantasies, but it's one of those ones where, uh, apart from seven, I get that maybe they're not that popular. Final Fantasy 14 seems to be gaining some traction, even though it's been immensely popular as an MMO for a long time, too. But what? I, that's not a bad pick. Was 14 the one that just the other day, my brother-in-law, Jason, asked us if we would jump into 14, and I said, absolutely not. Yes, and I'm pretty sure I said the exact same thing, because I knew there was no way that that was going to happen. Yeah, it Um, might be fine, but just Final Fantasy, I I don't know what it is, just can't get into it. Yeah, I I have played a good bit of them, so but I do understand that. That's, That's definitely not a bad pick at all. Mine's kind of weird, man. I, like, There's a lot of series that I look at and I go, hey, I bet that's really good, but I have zero desire to play it. So I, I don't really have one that stands out. I, I mean, I think there's series that I'm ashamed that I couldn't play, like the Nathan Drake games, the Uncharted games. Oh, so good. I don't think it's that I can't get into them. I've just not played them. You know, like I, I imagine I would probably love those games, but then there's these really weird series to me that seem very popular, like the Yakuza series. Like oh, they just okay. had the Yakuza yeah, yeah. like a dragon, and I've had people <laughs> rave about this thing, but it just looks like dumb to me almost. Like, and I know it's probably not. I know it's a, pro- a probably a great game, but it's one of those where I will never buy like a Yakuza game. I don't even know what they are. They just look bonkers. Uh, like the Persona series, as much as I like like RPGs and, and real-time combat and stuff, like the Persona series is another one that it's like, I don't know that I will ever play that game. Um, you know, there there's, there's a few like that, but those are like two that jump into mind for me. And I've heard like Persona 5 is a masterpiece, which there's a part of me that is like, well, you have to play it then. But then I've looked up gameplay videos and stuff and I just go like, yeah, that's not that's not my kind of game. Yeah, I've never played any of the Personas either, and yeah, I, I, I don't know if it's just the animation style or what, but I've never given those a try either. Yeah, I think that's what it is. I bet the game is incredible, but there's something about the art style or the animation where my brain just kind of goes like, eh, like, yeah, no thanks. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like Watermelon. <laughs> oh, boy. Shots fired at Watermelon. What a drive-by. I know, right? All right. Next question here. I really like this one. There's no way to have an exact answer, but by way of read, he asks, how much money have you wasted slash invested in the games and systems that you have played? Oh, man. Paul? (laughs) Dude, I... It has to be at least... Do do you think you've spent $10,000 on games and systems? Oh, easily. Easily. (laughs) As you get older, I mean, let's, let's be, uh, let's be real, Paul, right? As you get older and you start to make a little bit more money, you start to go like, "Mm, I can afford that really expensive monitor that I've been drooling over. Or, you know, even though I play these really low end games, I really need to justify having a 3080 graphics card, (laughs) you know? I think ten thousand oh, is easy for me. I mean, if you think if you're talking hardware, consoles, games, peripherals, I ten grand easy, man. Yeah, I kind of landed on ten grand was my gut shot answer. I figure I've built a couple of gaming PCs over the course of my life. That's probably three to four thousand right there. And I bet I've spent fifteen hundred on WoW subscriptions over the <laughs> over the course of that game. So just with those right there, and yeah, I mean, I've always been a budget gamer for the most part. 
I definitely paid a lot of money to Blockbuster for the video game passes, and I really got my money's worth out of those. Uh, You've definitely spent more than me, but it's probably more than I would have guessed. Now, would you say that has been wasted or invested? Oh, no. This is the best (laughs) investment ever, man. Forget the 401k. Forget the real estate. You know, Paul, I'm looking at you on a 48-inch OLED high-definition... 120 hertz monitor right now, buddy. And I and I'm it was sorry. Worth every I'm sorry for that. Se- <laughs> it was worth every cent that I paid for it, man. So- <laughs> how, how are my pores? <laughs> they're they're <laughs> very clean. You've been, uh, you've been exfoliating. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You know, it's uh, it's investing in your mental health, right, Josh? And you can't put a price on that. That's exactly right. So <laughs> very nice. All, All right. right. What, what you got, here. buddy? Um, Okay, here, this one's pretty funny. This one comes in from Ace of Shame. We got to jump back to food here. Are Pop Tarts raviolis or calzones? <laughs> okay, first of all, <laughs> out of all the questions that were submitted, this one actually made me laugh out loud because, first of all, why do I have to pick one or the other? I mean, there's it, the one question clear is worded. Here, it has to be either a calzone or a ravioli. I don't know why it has to be one of those two things, but it did make me laugh. Uh, I guess I'll let you try to answer this one oh, first. I know the what? answer. There is 100%. Without really? a doubt. It's a ravioli. Okay. Okay. Why? Well, do you agree or do There's you disagree? There's no pasta. <laughs> do you agree or do you disagree? <laughs> I think it's closer to a calzone, but I, I want to hear the ravioli A answer. ravioli, by definition, is two pieces of pasta that are crimped together with filling in sure. the middle. And that is exactly uh-huh. what a pop tart is. Not exactly. Yeah. Look How at do you the cook edges. ravioli? Okay, Paul. How do you do cook you, ravioli, Josh? You boil it. You okay. Get, but do you boil a there Pop-Tart? are toasted raviolis, Paul. <laughs> well, yeah, uh, they're they're usually, I think, boiled and then broiled. I, I mean, it's or, you know, called roasted toasted or deep fried. Uh, yeah, I think it's closer to a calzone because it's baked. You've got the filling on the inside. It's not boiled. I, I, to, to be clear, it is not in any way, shape, or form ravioli or calzone. If I had to pick one, though, I'm going to say it's just a little bit closer to calzone. Calzone's one piece of dough that is folded over and crimped on one edge, which is not a Pop-Tart, Paul. No, it's not. Exactly. But I think the cooking technique is closer than the ravioli. I don't know. All right. The real question is best flavor of Pop-Tart. Ooh, brown sugar cinnamon. Yes, yes. See, Paul, this is, we disagree on a lot of stuff, but man, we are totally on sync with other the the really important things. You know what else is delicious? The s'mores pop tarts. Oh, absolutely. Have you had those? That's my second favorite. Marshmallow, Easily. chocolate, yes. graham cracker. The graham cracker oh. crust is what gets it, man. It's it really way better is. than the regular crust. Yep. Yeah. All right. Well, man, now I'm hungry again. So get back to gaming, Paul. Hurry. All right. You want a gaming question? All right. Here we go. Teleporter comes in with the question, what games do your kids play? Ooh, that's a good one. Now, both of our kids love games, mm-hmm. you know, um, and so I know like y- your boys love gaming. My girls love gaming. Um, my youngest plays Minecraft almost exclusively. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she loves everything about Minecraft. She's really good at it, which is weird to say because I guess there's different skill levels in Minecraft and stuff like that. 
Um, I have encouraged her to branch out to other games. She really, really loved Phasmophobia because for some reason she loves scary things, which is kind of strange. But um, so she loved that game a lot. But she she's more of like play one game just a ton and don't branch out. My oldest daughter is a little bit more like me where she likes to play a lot of different things. And so she plays a lot of the like wolf's life. She just got this day of dragons game where you get to be dragons and like grow up and fly around and you can PVP if you want to, but it's like, you're just kind of like living the life of a dragon, I guess. Um, and then she has played a lot of arc, a lot of Terraria, um, you know, that kind of stuff. So her and I did play, uh, no man's sky together. And she's the only person that was willing to play remnant from the ashes with me all the way through. So (laughs) kudos to her on that one too. But what about oh, you? What are your nice. boys like? So my son Jackson likes to game, but he's not crazy about gaming. Right now he is in this crazy phase over Stranger Things. So Ooh, my get kids that. get my kids get two hours of screen time every day, and Jackson spends all two hours watching behind-the-scenes interviews, fan theory videos on the upcoming season for Stranger Things. He is all in 100%. So he's not really gaming at all. Um, but my son James is a little bit more of the gamer. He will still play Pokemon Go a little bit. Uh, Ingress lately has been the mobile game of choice. It's also made by Niantic. It's very similar to Pokemon Go. Um, but, you know, there have been phases in the past with playing Fortnite. I think most says just because he would play with his grandmother, but he's kind of out on Fortnite right now. Uh, maybe because he listens to our podcast and we so just relentlessly him, make fun of Fortnite. <laughs> so we may have we may have stripped him of his love of Fortnite. I'm not sure. Uh, but also, he still has a subscription to Gamefly. And so he'll kind of just hop into random PS5 games. It's so like Ratchet and Clank he was a fan of. And I think he was going to order Biomutant. I think that's the one that he's waiting on next. I still want to play Biomutant, but the reviews have just put me off on that game. But I bet it's enjoyable. That's one, like, if I could pick it up for, like, 15, 20 bucks, I think I'd do it in a heartbeat. Because I know I'd get my money's worth. But, yeah, I'm going to wait on sale for that one. Yeah, that one seems destined for some big discounts in the near future. Yep. All right. Well, Josh, we're at the halfway mark here. So let's go ahead and hear from one of our sponsors. Look, gaming is a hobby, and like any great hobby, you need the best tools possible. There's a reason you never see pros using shoddy gear, and it's no different when it comes to gaming. Logitech provides some of the best peripherals in all the gaming world. That's why they've partnered with us to bring you into the same world as the pros. Head over to MultiplayerPodcast.com slash Logitech and marvel at the gear you've been missing. Do yourself a favor and stop using those cheap mice and keyboards. Get yourself a gray headset and hear what you've been missing. Logitech is where it's at, and now you know where to go to get the best gear out there. Now back to the best podcast out there. Shazam! All right, Josh, we're back. You got a question ready for us? I do. That break let me uh, look through these here a little bit. So, okay. This one comes in from TikTok Nexo. Uh, TikTok Nexo. I've played with that guy. He's a cool guy, man. I I like having him around. But he says, what's your favorite board game? 
Now, I love board games. This is where so you much. and I definitely are of similar vein because I love board games too. As much as I love video games, I am a social, social person. And so if you say, hey, Josh, we can game together, but in person, yeah, I am in, man. I'm there. Like, I will not ever turn that down. Um, and so you have had many a board game night that has been just an absolute blast. Um, I think uh, even though it was short lived, the highlight of like board gaming for me was when Avalon was extremely popular and everybody <laughs> in the world wanted to yeah. play Avalon. And I uh-huh. just absolutely fell in love with that game. It's the only board game that I've played. And I went home and instantly purchased off of like Amazon and had it at my house like the next day to try to get everybody that I knew playing that game. Well, and it was just so cheap. It was like a ten dollar game. Yeah, it was. And it, you could play. You could play with a big group of people. I, re- I remember having the Resistance and Avalon. They were basically exactly the same game, just kind of reskinned. But yeah, it was so much fun to be able to play in groups. I think the only reason we mostly stopped playing is that everyone was just so convinced that you were evil in every game that it didn't matter. You almost could not play the game anymore because everyone just immediately assumes you were bad. It was because there was no. There was no disadvantage to getting rid of me, even if I was the good guy. And I would protest. I mean, how many times was I like standing on the table going, I'm good this time, guys. You got to believe yep. me. And then everybody would be like, fine, we believe you. And then I'd be like, ha, ha, suckers, I was the evil one. And then they wouldn't believe My- me after that. But. Dude, my all-time favorite Avalon story was we were playing with a bunch of my family members, and my wife and I, we have five kids total. Our two girls are quite a bit older because they joined our family when they were teenagers, and then we have our bio children who came later. But when we were playing Avalon, I think for the first or the second time, we were reading through the script. All right, everyone close your eyes, you know, blah, 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 blah. If you're evil, open your eyes and look around the room. And my daughter goes, okay. And then opens her eyes and starts looking around the room. And we're like, all right, stop, stop, stop. That doesn't work. You can't let everyone know that you're the bad guy. And and we had to start over. But I, you know, growing up, we played a lot of board games in our house. I don't know about you. I know you had oh, you know, your, yeah. your two siblings. I had my two siblings. It was a lot of Monopoly, a lot of Game of Life, a lot of Aggravation, Trouble, those kinds of games. And those games are almost entirely chance-based And when I got older, I remember running across uh, Settlers of Catan. And Settlers of Catan was like the gateway into the European board games, which are like hardcore mechanics. They're highly technical, very strategic. A lot of those games have really no luck whatsoever. And that really opened the door to me where I ended up spending a small fortune over the course of a three-year period where I was just buying every board game that was on Board Game Geek, like in the top 100. I would just keep buying them and trading them on Reddit. So there's like a whole board game exchange that I joined and would trade games. And I think my number one favorite is Power Grid, which I really loved. And I also really loved playing Gloomhaven with you and our friend Todd. Uh, Gloomhaven unfortunately died at the start of the pandemic. And now a year and a half later, we're we're never going to return to it, but Gloomhaven was definitely a lot of fun. I was going to say, there are definitely better board games than Avalon. Um, Gloomhaven was one of those. I loved the getting together just every weekend to play Gloomhaven. Um, you know, I grew up playing Risk. That game will tear a family apart. I don't know if you guys oh, played yeah. a lot of that, but man, my family... 
the reason we're so good at arguing and trolling people is because of risk where you would make alliances and then you'd stab them in the back. Like my brother, I remember like we talk about the, the flip the table type moments like oh, risk yeah. would yeah. evoke that almost every time we would play. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, hundred percent. You know me and my temperament and my personality and I talked about it on our bonus round episode of Rage Quits. Uh, Rage Quits, and yeah, I absolutely flipped over a risk board. I did not throw the table, <laughs> but I did flip the board over because I was so mad at broken alliances. That game brings the worst out of people. That's for sure. All, All right, right, who's? T- oh, it's my turn, right? It's your turn. I get the next one here. All right, uh, we got a question here from Josh. Why is Breaking Bad the best TV show ever made? Okay, first of all, that guy's my favorite person, <laughs> my favorite listener. Uh-huh. You yeah. Know, yeah. Um, also, amazing name, by the way. Oh, yeah. Sure. Uh, Probably handsome. Yeah. Great you know, gaming takes. Wonderful beard. Probably loves score bars <laughs> and bottle caps. <laughs> I, I, I stand by this. Breaking Bad is the best show that's ever been made. I am not a huge TV fan. I know... You know, I'm I'm usually late to the game. I was late to The Office. Uh, I was late to Lost when that was really popular. Um, but Breaking Bad, I I don't. I I'll say it. I, I there is not a better TV show all around than Breaking Bad. Now I get that Breaking Bad is very mature in content, so you know, definitely not for everybody. Um, but for me, hands down, best TV show ever made. Out of curiosity, when did you start watching it? Because it probably wasn't in the beginning, because no one watched Breaking Bad when it first started. I started watching it in between season one and two. I caught up on DVD, and I love Breaking Bad. It is not my number one. It is definitely in my top three. But how fun was it when everyone that you knew was watching the final season of Breaking Bad, season five, Every single person I knew was watching it. Everyone was talking about it. We don't really have that anymore. I feel like Game of Thrones was kind of the last TV show that had that kind of universal appeal. I really miss that because now everyone just watches something on Netflix and they all drop at once and no one really talks about it around the water cooler. But man, Breaking Bad was a ton of fun. It I, It's it's that show that had six seasons where all of the seasons were good. Like were some a little bit better than others. Like, yes, but it was flawless in my opinion. I mean, from the way the show started to the way the show ended and everything in between every character, every storyline, the way that it threaded through six seasons, it's, it's a masterpiece. Yeah, absolutely. Great show. I would say my number one show is, it's a toss-up between The Sopranos and The Wire. I really can't pick between them. It's my Sophie's Choice. It's it's my two children. I really honestly can't pick. Whatever I've seen last, I say is my favorite show. <laughs> because I've gone through both probably about five times each. And as soon as I start watching clips from The Wire, I'm like, no, dude, it's this show. It is so smart. It's so well-written. The whole series is like a novel, and every season is like a different chapter. But then I'll just watch like a scene of Tony and Carmela fighting from the Sopranos. And it's just so superbly acted. I love them both. They're both on HBO. I have said many times, HBO is my favorite service. You can take my Netflix and my Hulu and Peacock. If I got to pick one, it's HBO mainly because I love going through so many of those old series. But for me right now, I would have to say the wire is, is my number one. I've never 
seen a single minute of that show, Paul. The Sopranos yeah. I'm familiar with. I've not. I've, I've maybe seen like one episode or like a ten minute, you know, clip or something like that. But I've The Wire. I could not tell you anything about, which is yeah. weird if it's your number one all time show too. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm very much more of a TV guy than you, so yeah. I have watched a lot of TV. If you want to talk about maybe where you've wasted time for me it's definitely in the world of television but yeah i i love the wire that's my number one never look up your game time and then start adding it up and then seeing oh, like that's what like yeah did, did world of warcraft do that because everquest did that back in the day and you could do yes. slash played and it would be yep. like you have played 188 days of <laughs> i'm like that's a half year of my life gone like, like oh yeah like not 188 days like of just gaming sometimes like 24 is, hour chunks this is, yes like <laughs> yeah. legitimately 188 days of 24 hour living just in a game oh yeah yeah world of warcraft has slash played all and it'll tell you how much you've played just that one character and i know that my main priest was in the triple digit days yeah so it's like at minimum it's thousands just, and thousands of hours in one game alone we don't talk about that paul <laughs> yeah i i don't know how you and i found wives and found the time to start families it's rather remarkable well, in hindsight I, the, when you ask the question about how much money have you wasted or invested in gaming uh-huh. like i my first thought was number one how do i convince my wife to let me spend this kind of money on on <laughs> on like gaming stuff but hey man that's why they're good wives too so <laughs> Yep. Oh, man. All right. So this is a good question. This one comes in from Dr. That Cat Gaming, and he says, how much faith do you have in your ability to stay alive in a survival situation or game? So I'm going to assume this, you know, referencing like a survival game, which we're pretty big fans of. Like famously, we love Rust, you know, um, but when it Rust has prepared us for the apocalypse, when it came down to it, like how (laughs) confident are you? that you could survive for how long in real life? I think I would do okay. I think that I would have good strategy and I think I would make the right decisions. I can also cook. I feel like that's going to come into play. I was an Eagle boy scout. I still know a lot of my knots. I think I would like just have the right strategy. And I think that I do have a strong resolve in that kind of situation, like I'm not terribly competitive, but if you put me in a survival situation, I can turn that on where it's like, no one's going to get between me and what I really need to do. So I think that I would do pretty good. And, you know, in survival situations, you don't have to be the fastest. You just got to be faster than the person next to you. Right. right? (laughs) (laughs) You just can't be the slowest. I feel like I could out strategize my way to do pretty well in survival and rust has prepared me to deal with the worst that mankind has to offer. I've seen the walking dead. I remember when I was younger thinking people probably wouldn't really act that way in real life. They absolutely would. Absolutely. 100%. Yes. Yes. There's going to be cannibals. There's going to be the groups out there raiding the final humans in a survival situation. I feel like I would have learned from all of those lessons. I feel like I would do real well. I'll be honest, like, I'm not a prepper. Like, I don't have a basement full of, like, food and water and all that stuff. But I grew up watching MacGyver. So some people are going (laughs) to say, like, what? Who? But (laughs) MacGyver was all about just figuring out how to use what was around you, you know, to solve problems and stuff like that. So 
duct tape and a paper clip yeah like honestly and i've (laughs) macgyvered many of things i mean it became a verb uh, you know for for people my age but i i feel like i would do really well um hunger would be the thing that would get me so i would have Mm. to have food because that is my one weakness is like if i'm hungry that's the only time i ever get in a bad mood um and then i think i might be the guy that would like go raid the neighbor's house for food or something like that but (laughs) i mean i'm a pretty handy guy i can build stuff i'm really good with tools i'm good at figuring things out and problem solving and stuff like that i'm fairly fit you know i feel like i would be pretty okay and i have that ability like to like you kind of said to turn it on if i need to like if somebody's coming after me like i got no problem taking them out yeah, in that situation that like they started it right like i'm not i'm not like a bad guy but if you come after me then you you know you invited that on yourself kind of thing yeah. so it's like rust right like, i mean really it is like if you you come running up to our base you're you're gonna get a bow to the head <laughs> so, and then i'll teabag oh, you after that you know or something but there's got to be some trolling involved <laughs> but yeah that's a good question man because it's like it's one of those things like we all think that we would be okay but then it's like hmm well you know who says they would not be good at all my wife really <laughs> nikki says if there's a zombie apocalypse she has flat out said i'm just gonna let them eat me because she doesn't want to have to survive she's what? like just get it over she doesn't care. She's like, I'll just roll over. Just take me right off the bat. I'm fine. Really? I, I don't want to live. I don't want to live like I'm inside The Walking Dead. Yeah. Oh, see, I would. I, I'd be the guy that I'd be like the Rick Grimes. It just keeps going no matter what. <laughs> Very yeah, nice. But. All right. Well, we still got time for a few more questions here. Here's one that I really like coming in from Jake. Who is your favorite hero and villain in the MCU and DCU? Ooh. Now, I'm so a I huge think w- fan of Marvel. I grew up with comic books. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not a comic book, like, you know, I don't want to say nerd anymore, but a fan of comic books. I haven't read them since I was younger. And that was back when the Infinity Gauntlet series was going on. Um, and so for me, I'm a, I'm a very big fan of the Marvel movies because I grew up reading, you know, the comic books and stuff like that. So to see the entire Marvel Cinematic Universe just come into existence and how they tied Infinity War and the the Infinity Gauntlet and the Avengers and all that stuff together was just absolutely mind-blowing for me. And I think it's one of the reasons, like, I absolutely love, like, the Infinity, you know, the Infinity War and Endgame and stuff like that because it was just incredible to see that come to the big screen. As far as heroes... I've always liked Wolverine. Okay. You know, like, yeah, he's not like the strongest hero in the world. Like, you know, I I get it, but he's that like rough around the edges, but inside kind of a good guy. I like the whole, like he's nearly indestructible and can take a beating. How cool is it that he's got the claws? I like martial weapons and stuff like that. I mean, he's got a glorious beard. Yeah. You know, I I don't know. I've, I've always been partial to Wolverine for an unknown reason. I can't really put my finger on it. Um, but that is probably my favorite hero. What about you? Okay. So I was thinking, uh, so like answering both sides, like what's your favorite hero from MCU and DCU? Oh, okay. I think, I think for DCU, the answer is definitely Batman. Yeah. I mean, my, 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 my least favorite is Superman. I mean, if you literally are completely invulnerable and you have every power, I don't find that interesting. I love the idea of Batman 
and having that alternate identity and using his money and his detective skills to solve things. The Batman movies in general tend to work the best in the DCU. For the MCU, prob- probably Spider-Man, I guess. He's just so likable, uh, man. He's very likable, and I love that he's a little bit younger, and that's just like highly relatable. I was just telling our Discord server that I saw the trailer for the new Spider-Man movie that's coming out later. What's it called? No Way no Home. Way home. Or, yeah. No Way Home. Mm-hmm. And I saw that they're like bringing back Doc Ock and some of these other people. So I went back and watched Spider-Man 2 way better than I remembered. It's not a bad movie. It was pretty fun. And I really love the whole idea of you know him being younger but also not wanting to harm those around him and i know that's like every superhero but i feel like spider-man is just so much more relatable than most of the others uh for villains mcu really loved thanos thanos is amazing i thought he was great and that is again why i love the infinity war series so much there's not a better villain out there at least, in, yeah. you know, in the cinema, like there's there's some really cool villains. And I mean, you start getting into like the, the cool part about Thanos is he's like the galactic villain. So he's beyond just Earth. And but then you, you they really start to get pretty far out there. You know what I mean? To where it's almost like you're getting into like order and chaos and stuff like that. And you start getting into like these themes and it's like, oh, well, nothing stronger than that. Um, the latest Loki touched on the, uh, the timekeepers and stuff. So you're, you're starting to see how it's expanding outwards. Um, but Thanos is just, you can relate to him. Like, you know, I've always joked around, like I've got a little bit of a bad guy streak, even though I can't, you know, ever, but like there, that's what makes Thanos so good is that you can actually relate to him a little bit. Like you can understand why he's doing what he's doing. I'm not saying I agree with it, but you can at least understand his viewpoint. Yeah, the most compelling villains are always the ones who think they're doing what's right, where the ends justify the means. I always think those villains are the most interesting. Uh, I was not a big comic person, but, you know, people like Dr. Doom, you know, these people who are doing what they believe is what's best for all of the galaxy, I think is a really interesting concept. And uh, favorite villain in the DCU, I guess this is just a really vanilla answer, but joker joker's great though man joker's great he really is because he's so like crazy but smart at the same time and he's so slippery like he doesn't have any attachments there's no real way to get to him he's just this agent of chaos and i've always just thought that that's really interesting you know all of these movies whether in my opinion whether it's mcu or dcu they really only work if you have a good villain if you don't have a good villain the movies don't really work for me and i think the best dcu movies are the one like Heath Ledger's Joker just worked so incredibly well. I mean, let's be honest. He kind of put Joker on the map as far as being like a popular villain, too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously, Jack Nicholson also did that back in the 80s. But I got to watch that one again, man. I haven't seen that one in a very long time. And it is one of my favorite Batmans. It's not bad. It's pretty good. You get the Prince song. Yeah, Yeah. it's, it's pretty wild. All right, Paul. Um, this is I, I'm going to ask this one because I don't know if this would be a tough answer for you or not. Um, but uh, if you had to get a tattoo of something from a video game, what would it be? Now, <laughs> okay, you don't have any tattoos, correct? I do not. All right. No. Yeah, I do have some tattoos, um, so I'm a fan of them. Um, but what would you get if you had to get one? Okay, so that had is the keyword here because exactly. I would never get a tattoo. 
My wife has a few tattoos as well. She often asks me if I want any, and I say no. And she always asks me why, and I say because I can't pull it off. I know my personality and what I'm like. I can't get a tattoo. It just doesn't fit me. You know, I was the kid who like used my Christmas money to buy a better graphing calculator, you know, in high school. You know, I was the straight A student. Uh, if I had to get a tattoo, look, I love Mass Effect. I guess it would be the Normandy ship, I guess, or maybe like the N7 logo, something Commander Shepard. Would you put or, it like just square on your chest, Paul? Would you like put it on the bicep? Oh, boy. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I have no, maybe, maybe like on my leg or something. I don't know. I, I'm right. I'm not too sure. What about you? If you had to get another one, I do have. I mean, I do have some tattoos. So if I got another one, um, from a video game, it would be a symbol of some sort. Like you know, I wouldn't want to get like a a big like picture of something. Um, you don't not want Geralt I, on your back? Yeah, no, I don't want Geralt's face on my back <laughs> or anything like that. I, I mean, you know, th- I've thought about like the Witcher medallion, but I don't want to like overdo the Witcher either. Um, I. I think I'd want something that like looks cool, but has like multiple meanings to it because that's kind of the fun of tattoos. So I think I'd go with like the Omega symbol, like from the Greek alphabet, like because that's from God of War. I mean, that's very, very prominently displayed in God of War, which is one of my favorite games. I'm a huge fan of mythology. Um, And so, you know, but there's also some like religious connotation to the Omega symbol and stuff too. So it'd be one of those like really neat things that has multiple meanings. Plus it would just look pretty cool. I gotcha. All right. I, I like it. It's a good pick. All right. Let's see here. We got time for uh, like a couple more. Paul. Prob- so let's probably make one ones. or two. This might be my last one that I get to pick. I am going to go with, all right. So I know this is kind of a, limited kind of question because not everybody here is on our discord server but we got a question here from glapsadir and he asks who on the discord server has a sim uh has a personality most similar to each of yours oh now no, i have an, an answer in- that's an interesting question it is because our discord is pretty popular we have over 200 people in there and we're pretty active we have some lurkers but people are pretty active in there I have an answer for me, but I'm curious about you. Is there anyone on Discord that you think has a similar personality? Um, I do. I mean, there's a few. It's it's interesting. Like that's one of the reasons I love our community so much is because there's people that I identify with in a lot of different ways. Um, it, it, you know, I am a I love trolling people. It's fun to banter about stuff like that, and as much as I sometimes get annoyed by him like in, in a weird sort of way like gjy is it reminds me of like a younger me in a, a little uh-huh. bit like i'm this close to just banning him <laughs> you know what i mean we, but he, then it's he like is, he is the only person that i have actually warned and i hate that i'm saying this but i also know that he never listens to the show so he'll never hear this so it but it's one of those like I, you know there is a little bit of a kindred aspect there um, I, you know, I, I like like legendary Jake fits right in with us, like ace of shame. We have some really great humor and have a, a lot of the same, like, hu- like humor takes and things like that. Um, you know, Glapsadir is, uh, like, a, a, a like the, the, if I'm going to look at my younger self, like the annoying side is GJY, but like the, the smart, like 
good good person side is like lap. You know what I mean? Like it's a little sure. bit of a hodgepodge. So I can't say that there's one person that I identify with the most, but it's like I take little pieces of the different people, you know, that that are active on there and kind of just put them all together. Yeah, I think for me, I'm gonna go with T Falls. I was gonna say T Falls if I had it's to T-Falls. pick one for you. You guys Absolutely. both love cooking. You're both kind of—I don't want to say soft-spoken, but you're both like you're not yeah. in your face kind of like personalities and stuff like that. Uh, I was gonna pick T Falls for you, like hands down. Absolutely, it's very funny because I feel like any time that he makes a post, I'm kind of like, yeah. I if I were in that situation, I probably would have posted the same thing. And if I were not the host of this show going out of my way to communicate with our Discord server, I have always been very much fine being the person in the back lurking and observing. I was even talking about how my Reddit username is seven years old and I have eight comment karma because I just don't comment. I don't make posts. I just like lurking and every once in a while I might post something and I kind of feel like that's T-Falls. He'll kind of disappear for a while, but I know he's like around. And then he'll just make some posts about whatever he's been cooking or his thoughts on a game. And I definitely feel like he's my kindred spirit. Anybody that has a good sense of humor, I tend to get along with really well. You know, it just like life is too short. I I just I like to have fun, you know, and, and people that are like that, I generally tend to, you know, bond with, I guess. So. Um, but I also like helping people, you know, and, and I, I like our community is so great that there's people that sometimes say like, Hey, I've had a really rough day. Like, I just want to come hang out with people and everybody jumps in and is like, Oh, like, it's great that you're here. And I, I like that, man. So it's, it's a, it's a good community for sure. Yeah. <laughs> All right. One more. All right. This one comes in from Ranger Miller, uh, our new legendary supporter, by the way. And he says, if you had your own separate leaderboards, do you think the games would stack up immensely or slightly differ? Great question. I think this is a phenomenal question. And honestly, it's one of the reasons that I love the leaderboard. Is that you and I have a lot of different takes on a lot of different things. But then at the same time, there's a lot of stuff that we like together. Gaming-wise, I think we differ a pretty good bit. And I actually, I was chatting with some people on Reddit and I was saying, I was referencing our leaderboard and I was saying, look, if it's in like the top 10, it's pretty much universally loved, even if you have very different gaming takes. But I feel like from there down, you and I would probably vary a lot. In that oh, regard. you think so? I, I, mean, I, I think they'd be relatively similar. I feel like if you took the top 20, I think you and I probably have like, 16 of those are probably going to be the same. We might quibble over 8 Where, versus 11, yeah. but I, I think they would be relatively close. I think we would probably have very similar bottom 10s. Like, yeah, I know you and I are going to have Tarkov, uh, The Forest. Well, maybe you'd have The Forest higher, but like PUBG, Halo Reach, those are all going to be near the bottom. They would definitely differ, and it might even be worth at some point making our own leaderboards just for the curiosity of it and looking at it. But I think they'd be relatively similar. I think you're right, actually. Now that I think about it, like we do, we're not ever that far off. I, I think I'm thinking of like a few games where I know you love like RimWorld, right? Yes. And like Grand Theft Auto Online is like so high because of how much you love that game, <laughs> right. you know? But then it, but then in the same vein, like Outer Wilds, I think is a masterpiece and you're not very big on that one. So I think it's like when we do differ, we differ greatly. 
That's probably fair. You know, but it's like we generally are kind of in the same range for the most part on most of the other stuff. So I do think it would look different, but I don't think it would be like this complete just turnaround of the leaderboard either. Yeah, I feel like there's probably only like four games on our leaderboard where it's in a weird spot because you and I just differ so greatly, like Stardew Valley and and Outer Wilds. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's something that maybe we should do just for fun is just make our own leaderboard and then even average out our rankings and then just out of curiosity, see how that works out, see if it is similar or different from our actual leaderboard. That would be interesting. That's also a lot of work, Paul. Don't ask yeah. me to do that. And we don't <laughs> we don't get paid enough for that. <laughs> Maybe if we got a couple more legendary Ooh, supporters there in there. Yeah. All right. Well, that's all the time that we have here for today. We were uh, so glad to have you come join us here. We know that you guys have limited time. And so the fact that you chose to listen to our podcast definitely means a lot, especially if you made it all the way here after the one hour mark. We know that this is a longer one. And we will be back with our next episode, as always, on Thursday, which will be this week in gaming. And then the next deep dive episode that Josh and I are going to do is 12 Minutes, which just recently came out. And so we can't wait to talk to you about that one. I already beat that game. I think Josh is still working on it. I think there will be a lot to talk about. And then just as a reminder, if you want to help support the show, rate us five stars, leave a review, subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Support us on Patreon at MultiplayerSquad.com. We got lots of ways. Lots of ways, and we would be eternally (laughs) thankful. And we appreciate all of those of you who are already supporting the show. It definitely means a lot. Absolutely. All right. Well, happy gaming, everyone. We'll see you next time. See you, everybody.